everybody, and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show, ditching G.I. Joe for a few months to do holiday specials. And ooh boy, did Robert Clark Chan find one for us today. This is Knowing is Half the Podcast, and I am Ray Stacanus. I'm going to apologize right now for any eating of Thanksgiving leftovers I may be doing into the microphone. Ew. You know what? No, I do not apologize. It's the day after Thanksgiving. I don't know when this is going to go out, but um, I'm cramming my goddamn face, and I'm loving it. Ew. Yeah. Chen, now you had some hot takes about Thanksgiving dinner, which forced me to want to start recording immediately, because Thanksgiving was not very long ago as we record this. I'll just say it. It was yesterday. As we record this on a Friday night and, and you believe that Thanksgiving leftovers better the next day. That's not a hot take. Plenty of people. Yeah, I think that's a normal take. I just haven't really done it very much. Um, I guess today I'm just feeling, I'm feeling it. I'm shoveling it all into my face at the same time. And it's just coming across. Maybe it's just because I like, I'm finding a growing love for those Thanksgiving sandwiches. Mm. Uh huh. Uh-huh. See, cranberry and stuffing, and so Shane, like, what I'm hearing is you just got a big bowl, filled it with whatever, and are just eating it as it comes to you. Your transformation into me is finally complete. Like I assume I'm that's how talk- Chan eats all his meals. To be honest, I I uh, I talk trash about the KFC famous bowls, but not because of uh the yeah. gluttony or the yeah. awfulness. Uh, just because they're stealing my shit. Like my favorite dish is that big ass bowl, ceramic bowl that uh, us Asian Jews see we put in rice, we put in stuff, and we just shovel it in our goddamn grobs. I knew that you were making fun of the KFC famous bowls. Uh, to me, one of the five essential food groups. Uh, much in the same way, like a Republican congressman talks a little bit too much about um, uh, gay folks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can see that. Yeah. How long no, have you been waiting to say be- that one, Ray? Oh, I've got a calendar from 2019 <laughs> that's just been ticked off every day that I can't make that ref. <laughs> and you know what? We did it, everybody. We did it. Yes, we can. Yes, we did. Or she can. Swear. Now, look, we're, we Chen found something called, and you said you found like a half dozen really terrible looking Christmas specials. So we are roll down the page. There's so much more. Oh boy. I think he's hit gold. I'm going to say it right now. I think every single one of those, these is going to be a new classic watched every year in every household. Well, I'll start by saying I fucking hated this one. Uh, you just hate anthropomorphic singing penises. And that's on you. I have, a lot of thoughts about this. Look, this is the Merry Mirthworm Christmas. Hold on, hold on. Sounds like Ray has a hot take on singing penises. <laughs> Doing he's got a, he's got a lot of big opinions. He's been waiting a long time to get out. Uh, guys, I just don't want to be blowing gold here. Oh Christ! <laughs> <laughs> no, it, no, I don't even know where this came from. I, I don't. I look. I did look up the Wikipedia from this because as soon as I as soon as I finished watching it, I'm like. How? Where? Why? Who would do this? Because also, if you notice, I forget that Jerry Reynolds is the guy's name, who's like the writer. He does like the main voice and like five other voices. And I think he also listed him as the animator. 
So this guy, this guy, this guy can go. And this, uh, this was on Showtime in 1984. It was an animated Christmas special with two other Mirthworm specials produced. Yeah, I, I, like the fact that it was on Showtime was weird. This whole thing had a very like uh, uh, like a vague like the way I picture it is this Jerry dude was in church one day and was like, Oh, I've got a great idea for an animated special. And then like the church funded it. It all had, even though there was nothing overtly religious about it, it like felt like a weird, like religious thing that they show at like Bible camp because it's like really inoffensive or something. Like I, I could not put my finger on it, but, and everyone seems like an amateur. Everyone involved seems like an amateur. The voice acting seems like this guy just got his friends to record stuff. You know what? I was willing to cut him some slack until that very last character shows up, like at around the 20 minute mark. I think he's the mayor. The mayor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just like, oh, this is the worst voice acting (laughs) I have heard in some time. I am telling you, this was like a dude pitched it to his his church and everyone who and like everyone who donated got to voice something. That's my theory. I'm sticking to it. This yeah. church, they all wore white sneakers <laughs> and they all passed mysteriously in the late eighties. Um due to guys, unfeeled circumstances. When Haley's comet passed, suddenly we never had another Mirthworm special. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, coincidence? I don't think so. Now, they did make three of these. This is the first one, A Merry Mirthworm Christmas, 1984. Then for some reason, they hung out for three years before making a Mirthworm Masquerade, not to be confused with Vampire the Masquerade in 1987, and then Mirthworms on stage in 1988. It's just just one dude, so that's how long it took him. I will say that, like... The name is very misleading because obviously it's sort of a play on Earthworm, but like mirth is not a good thing. And what? What, mirth yeah. means joy. What are you talking about? Yeah. That's happiness and laughter. What? It, what do you? Oh, not- or in Gina's words, not yeah. a good thing. Yeah, clearly, <laughs> like I, I don't like joy, and I don't like amusement, and I don't want worms uh, pushing their religious agendas on me. Uh, <laughs> Please, Gina, why have you not yet accepted Worm Jesus in your heart? <laughs> okay, okay, can I just say, can I just say that I, one of my notes was literally, so this is a Christmas special. The Mirthworms are, are getting ready to celebrate Christmas. And the, the existence of a Mirthworm Christmas implies the existence of Mirthworm Jesus. So you wanted, you were mad that you didn't get to see a crucified worm. <laughs> they just keep trying to crucify him but his like gelatinous worm body keeps slipping through the nails now instead of that would it, instead of being on a cross would that just be like put him on a fishing hook and throw him into the lake <laughs> oh dick, no or I mean, it fits like a, it's like a just like a straight stick that he's nailed on <laughs> now I, I need to like yeah a, a lot of fun here um <laughs> <laughs> Well, so, we th- I thought so until Gina came along and literally <laughs> you said mirth is a bad thing. Mirth is a bad thing. What? Gina Ippolito. 
<laughs> Put it on a t-shirt, everybody. I'm trying to figure out if you think the word mirth meant something else. Uh, yeah, I for some reason in my mind I was thinking, uh, God, what what you word know what it was? Gina of? thinks of the story of the three wise men who brought gold, frankincense, and mirth. Yeah, and she's know. like, get that religion out of here. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking it was. I will halfway through it remember what word I'm thinking of and and shout it out. But at the Fair moment, enough. my brain is not working. No, none of our brains are working tonight. <laughs> um, we've but also all been the pink going ones to look like penises. Parties. There's different colored worms and the pink ones look like penises. No, yeah, okay. So, doesn't, a, doesn't a baby come out of a mirth canal? I don't want that. <laughs> Ew, that's painful. No. No. <laughs> Okay, so here's the, here's the story. These are called mirth worms. They are two inch high worms, anthropomorphic worms, but they have arms, but no fingers. No, they don't have that arms. That would be weird. Wait, that... do they have arms? Oh, they all have arms. <laughs> they all what? Oh, course, I guess. Hold on. Did you watch the cartoon that we watched? Yeah. I did. I remember at some point, like one of them closing the door with his tail. Literally, all of the worms have arms. They're doing carpentry. Yeah, One of you're right. Like looking at herself in a mirror. Some dude's painting. <laughs> this guy's like decorating a Christmas tree. With but they ornaments. don't have hands. They don't have hands. They're just like nubby arms. It's one dude doing all of the artwork, Gina. Christ. <laughs> One draw fucking 10 fingers per. <laughs> Much like AI, he could not master hands. No. <laughs> And you know what? He found a workaround. Yeah, this is <laughs> or weird. Or a worm around. Thank you. I uh, see what you did there. I acknowledge that there was wordplay engaged in here, and I do not care for it. Yeah, I, I, I did not enjoy that <laughs> not. at all. Uh, it, this is a real weird show. Like it, it, it asks a lot of questions that it ref- is never going to answer about this worm society. <laughs> there is, I can tell, this is a worm. Uh, 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 a leftist worm society right. where the worms just have houses uh, that they can just move in and out of with no rent being due and you just leave a note on the door when you're out so a different worm can have the house but also uh, there's servants <laughs> because the main lady a wormaline apparently Teddy this other worm is her manservant no, and lives. No, he's her assistant. Uh, except you, also, I, I looked at I look I looked also over just and because then, they don't show the rental agreement and our main worm signing a rental agreement. It doesn't mean that he didn't rent a house. There's clearly it's clearly a capitalistic society. The, I mean, the wealthy lady is trying to is trying to get a position of power. There, I mean, there are elements of capitalism here, but I also got a strong um, not. Strictly a communist vibe, but definitely a kind of 60s commune kind of hippie. Let's all, you know, live together. Maybe even a fraggle. I think there's like a fraggle rock kind yeah, of. Yeah, I can see rock fraggle rock. It's Mitch Holly around and, here. So, um, yeah, I'm sorry. When Bert Worm turns to the camera and says, each according to their need, each according <laughs> to their talent. I'm like, guys, this, we're not in capitalist world anymore. I didn't even know that worms could grow beards. And yet there was a. Uh, uh, Carl Wormarks. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Nailed it. Nailed it. No. I was trying because... <laughs> no, that's too hard. Write, write down the names of all of the characters because I remember I took a quick look at the Wikipedia, saw that, like, it doesn't have the breakdown like you would with most cartoons because there were only a couple of them. So I was like, okay, I got to get the names down. And there's, like, Wilbur Diggs, 
okay, he digs in the earth. That's a worm name. Crystal Crawler, like a Nightcrawler. Got it. Cool. Wormaline Wiggler. I don't know what Wormaline is supposed to be a... Um, it's a just a, f- of. a fancy sounding lady name. That's what okay. That's yeah. what I think. Wiggler, though. That's a worm, sure. Bert Worm, because Jesus Christ, you've... He start, they had to start there. They had to think, like, what's the main character? Bert Worm. Uh, <laughs> and then go from there yeah that's uh, a good that's a, that is a good point i mean i guess if he's supposed to be the every worm it makes sense that that's his God, name there's Did you no, just do that Did there you just is do okay, that? There, there's one uh literary work in all of western canon where that is the case uh you don't normally call someone burnt human <laughs> well, yeah, obviously that's everybody's insert character and they need to know that so we're going to call him burnt human except for the odyssey where he says that his name is no man. So that's one. And we haven't done it since it's been. <laughs> well, it was time. It was time. Only one worm creator was brave enough. There's some other worm named bags. I don't know if his last name is first name or what, but the, uh, the assistant slash man slave, according to Ray yeah. uh, is Teddy totters. And I'm like, I, I tried to look up, uh, um, like, is there some sort of worm thing associated with that? Is it like a, a Canadian term for worms, a totter or whatever? Uh, so of course I Googled it and all I got was showing results for, uh, results for worm toddler and information about worms and kids, thread worms, ring worms, pin worms, parasites, Gross. uh, just endless pictures of worms wriggling out of a child's butthole which is an image that is now in my head and now it's in yours. I think that um, that, that says more about your browsing history than. Uh, yeah, that, nope. that was, that was months ago. Well, before this ever came up <laughs> for the record, <laughs> uh, now, see, this is why, this is why I don't do research. Cause I actually looked up Western animation tropes on TV tropes.org for oh. this. Mm-hmm. And they have one of the tropes is big, fancy house. Wormaline Wiggler is shown to be living in one of these in one of the other specials. It is a big house, and Teddy is shown acting as a servant in Wormaline's household, implying that he lives there too. That's Mm-mm. and then I do research and y'all just deny me. <laughs> I still think I because I think you're wrong. I think you did the wrong research. Yeah, she's a politician, so that is clearly her aide. Yeah. Have you not seen freaking Veep? I think I think Ray doesn't understand uh certain jobs i see okay i think yeah. ray doesn't understand most jobs but that's a totally <laughs> different conversation to be fair, this is this is worm a worm economy so who knows who the fuck knows <laughs> but the closest analog we have is anna klumsky so let us remember t totters equals a klumsky okay so uh, this opens up with uh, uh they're auditioning for a soloist for the big christmas worm uh, town party where everybody who lives in the commune uh, is invited to come and, and, and celebrate Christmas together. Bert I guess worm there is are no our- Jewish worms in this society. Uh, well, you don't, we don't want to talk about what happened. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you try to circumcise a worm once and you're like, nope, we're not ever going to do that again. It's <laughs> not good. Um, Bert worm is our protagonist. And you know what? Right off the bat, I hate him. 
Right off the bat, yes. he was giving me strong Tunnel Rat in Sigma 6 vibes. Yes, as thank soon as you. you. Take the camera off of him. He has just found himself in some implausible scenario where he's destroying things. I, I am waiting. I like wrote that down, and then I had a feeling that Chan was going to defend this fucker and be like, oh, what? but this dude straight up almost kills a man. And yeah. rightfully so, everyone is like, dude, you need to stop. And then he's like, well, I'm a pathetic worm. And it's like, yeah, buddy, you are. Go fuck yourself. Uh, I am exquisitely displeased <laughs> that you think that I would defend this piece of shit. <laughs> wow, <laughs> do we know. all hate Bert? Possibly more are like. No, it's not that he doesn't fit in. It's that he fucks things up. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. His lives are in danger. And like, well, I guess I nobody likes me. That's because you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, he makes he makes it everyone else's problem, and I hate it. Like, like just if if you're nervous, just like take a beat, just sit off to the side. But dude, almost kills someone. And then is like, oh, I'm so poor me, poor me. And then, I mean, like, I'm really jumping ahead here, but the whole town mounts a search party for him, which oh, probably oh, costs oh, those worms billions no, of dollars. No, no, we we need to hold off on that because I have additional thoughts there as well. Yes. And we, we can't get bowed down. We got to get through this thing. <laughs> yeah. And Gina, you say, you say, uh, you talk about the money that was spent, but in a, of course, in a communist society, there are no states, there is no money. <laughs> So that obviously can't be the case, but I, your, 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 your take is understood at the same time because Bert Worms, he's, you know, he's here and they just like take the camera off of him after I believe he fucked up his first thing. I don't even remember what it was right now. Uh, he, uh, oh, he's but, carrying in a bunch of plates. Thank the, you. The other worm specifically says, do not try to carry those all at once. He does anyway, and then breaks them all. He does. And then the camera pans off of him to let somebody else speak. Five seconds later, we cut back. He is whipping around the top of the 20-foot-tall Christmas tree, knocking all the ornaments off and nearly killing somebody. By How did he get up there? Why is he up there? What was he trying to do up there? This is a pure, and all I, all I could think about was Tunnel Rat and Sigma-6 running into this server room, and then next thing you know, he's just hanging from the ceiling by cables that had there was no reason for him to suddenly be hanging by the why is he on the top of the tree no one asked him to do it he's a disaster and listen i'm going to say this right now this is a rarity for this show when you lose all three of us in the first <laughs> 5 seconds of your hero being on screen that's a problem yeah, yeah. And, and I will say, like, none of us even chose to be a contrarian. Like, usually no. one of us will will sort of eat, will sort of eat well, our pride and pretend to like that. something or pretend to dislike something no, and, no. rather than all That's agree. Outrageous. But this time we all just hate it so much. It's outrageous. Uh, we all have credibility uh, to maintain because <laughs> if one of us came uh, came out and was just like, no, I can see where Bert's coming from. You would be immediately be ostracized by society. <laughs> I honestly thought, uh, because of the way uh, Gina chatted about it earlier, <laughs> I, I thought Gina was totally on board. So I was like, oh boy, here no, we go. No, no, here, this is what I will say. This is what I will say. 
I hate Bert. I hate these worms. This special is terrible, but it's really no better or worse than a lot of other stuff that we've done. I mean, the message is clear, at least. It's not it's yeah. not convoluted in any way. I'll give you that because at the beginning at the beginning, I was just like, oh God, this is gonna be a thing where like everybody's gonna learn to be friends at the end. And I was like expecting it to just be really dull and and just kind of boring and then they just like doubled down on the this guy is uh a lethal idiot <laughs> and we're and we're gonna make everyone feel bad for ostracizing i'm like no man you do what you gotta do he almost killed a kid <laughs> yeah like, and listen a, and he, a baby and so what ends up happening is he's like, I don't know where to fit in here. And to me, that's your clue. Just grab a mop, dude. Like, just <laughs> just f- mm. sweep sweep something. Like, you know, just don't, don't worry about the big stuff. Clearly, you're the new person and everything is handled. But one of the other worms makes the disastrous mistake to say, hey, man, I'm going to give you a task. I'm going to give your dumbass a task. You're going to, uh, I just need a ladder. Can yeah, it's a, a very simple task. Like, I like if if someone was hanging around, no matter how inept they were, I would be like, "You can carry something, right?" Yeah, get them chairs, man. Carry four under each arm and prove what a badass you are. I mean, look, when this situation <laughs> comes up, you put them in the box office. You have them collect tickets. That's how you do. Maybe you make them an usher if they can't be trusted with money. But, like, this guy doesn't look like he's going to, like, screw up the books or anything. He's just going to drop some pans on people's toes. So, put get, or, hey, here's an even better idea. Hey, man, you want to help out? Stay the fuck home. Yeah. I, I, I but see, but I then, like, scenario. then that's what they try to, that's what they, that's what they tell him to do. And then he becomes suicidal. So, really, there's yeah. no good answer. Okay. And so I disagree. If we are to believe that there's money in this world, uh, I could see a world where he sets the box office on fire and burns down all the receipts. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I'm I'm basing this on on basic uh, indie theater uh, protocol, but uh, you know, yeah, Gina's probably right. You just give him a fucking mop and tell him to just go. I, I so it th- says go get a ladder. So he goes across the room. Where there are two ladders, one in use, one not in use. I'm going to let you decide for yourself ahead of time, which ladder did Bert grab? (sighs) Yes, he grabbed the one with somebody at the very top of it, hanging something at least 30 feet in the air, and then dropped this man to his death. I mean, he should have been. His worm. Dropped his worm to his death. Dropped his worm to his death. Worms have no bones, so he maybe would have been okay. You know, he probably bounced. Let's face it, worms. Had you know, been there and made things they, worse. They got no but bones. But he to like break. he tugs on it and like doesn't re- like he's like trying to tug on the like. I guess I would buy that he doesn't look up to see like he just sees a ladder in front of him and is like, oh, here's a ladder. I'm very excited to get this ladder. But then like when he tries to tug on it, it like resists and yeah. he doesn't take a second to be like, <laughs> why would this be? Why would this be a thing that? is happening i mean Uh, this is you you may or may not understand the concept of a ladder match gina but i feel like um it's one of the most gruesome uh experiences in professional (laughs) wrestling 
And it's possible that he's just like some super otaku fan who's just like, <laughs> you know what? I just can't get enough of uh, Japanese death matches. And I walk down the street and I just picture myself, you know, with entrance music 24 seven and just wait, just waiting, just waiting for the chance to run some barbed wire across some dude's mouth and just go to town. So he did this on purpose like, is what you're saying. Uh, I'm just saying he's, he might be living out some fantasies. And um, as he's a sociopath, he doesn't understand that other human beings have feelings, um, you know, can, can experience pain. And honestly, they're worms. Who knows if they can experience pain? I don't know. Mm, that's a good question. I don't know that they do. Um, but here's the deal. He grabs the wrong ladder, basically straight up murders this guy. Nobody's happy. And then Wormaline, who's in charge of this production, she's trying to get a promotion in this worm society by impressing the mayor with her talents at putting on a great spectacle. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what job she's trying here. to get promoted to, but that's yeah. a little weird because... I oh. thought she was running for mayor. No, so why no. Um, it's like it's like uh, it's like head of the board or something like that. Like, yeah. Like uh, uh, she she says it multiple times. Like chairman or something. Yeah. Like like it it, it makes chair me think one. that like when the like you know chair like one. when mayor is gone, it's sort of like the person who people defer to. The city council. Yeah, yeah. something like that. It, it, it's straight. Well, anyway, she sends Bert straight up packing. And you know what? There could have been there could, there could have been a nicer way to go about it. But honestly, when you start putting people's lives at stake over and over again, like the, <laughs> the time for kindness is over. The time for directness starts now. You, you know what I'm saying? This is kind of like how the EPA or the bad guys in the original Ghostbusters movie. That's wild. Like, she probably works for OSHA. And she's like, look, there are violations of plenty here. You got to go or we're shutting this whole thing down. Yeah, she's head of the union or something. Uh, I will say that like and I posted this on my Twitter account because there was a period of time where like if you needed to know who the like wealthy mean woman is, it's this sort of like rich lady turban thing that she's wearing. Mm -hmm. It's pearl earrings. Mm -hmm. It's just like her whole look is so and like this is no longer a thing. Uh, but there there was a period of time where like every single, you know, live action and animated series. Yeah. she And oh, and she's got like a first stole around her neck. First and, stole's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. It's first stole like the little little what look like pearl earrings. And then the the sort of old uh, old lady turban with the jewel in the middle. It, it's a it's a whole look. It's a whole vibe. She's not a good worm is what I'm saying. You can tell also- that she's she's a rich, rich bitch. There are many uh, 80s villains uh, who are called Wormaline. Uh, that's another tell that this is a villain. Yeah, you, you can tell right as soon as she appears on screen, you're just like, oh, she's evil. Okay. Yeah. She's <laughs> she also British accent, so obviously. It's yeah. not really British. It's more like, you know, what people do in an improv scene when they're like trying to be proper. Like, oh, no, I am crystal clear about what you're talking about because, uh, I'm just going to fucking skip to it. You can stop trying to deceive me, Miss Wiggler. Tonight I saw the real you. Uh-oh. In a way, Christmas is a reminder to all of us of the most important qualities we can possess. <laughs> what is that? It's so weird. <laughs> that is an attempt at a British accent because that's what uh, rich people 
No, I think it's like it's like overly enunciating be, being proper, but this is this is no, a person awful. who clearly overly. God, yeah. it's so weird. That's somebody with a deep voice who's trying to over enunciate with a mouth halfway full of oatmeal. Like it's really it, do, it does sound like they put like marbles in the you know those like those diction like exercises with marbles in your yeah. mouth. It sounds like he has a marble in each cheek. Yeah, it's 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 hella bad. And also, and, and we'll we'll get to it when we get to it. I don't remember a single scene where the mayor was actually watching her be shitty. Like, I'll just uh, put it out there. I was looking for it. I didn't see it, but we'll get there uh, the, because look, this poor guy has to draw like 80 fucking worms. He's not going to get all of the ones in the background. There's, Jesus there's like eight worms throughout this whole thing. It's true. Uh, guys, we get a song. One of uh, I was uh, surprised. I was surprised. And then I very much was not surprised. Uh, can we please hear because Bert goes home. Uh, I'll, I'll vamp so Chan can get it prepared. Uh, jingle bells, jingle bells, don't know any jingle. good singers, do you? <laughs> nope that's that's not it, Chan. Sure that's that's you no, know that's oh. not it. But that's delightful. Oh. I, for some reason, I have this marked off on my notes. Uh, so, no, correctly because that is a song technically, and I want all songs heard on the show. Uh, but he Bert goes home after being he's he's hideously depressed. He literally goes home and puts on his finest suit. Um, which I was like, you know, go for it. Like, uh, and then uh, he like, sings himself Gina, a sad, Gina, sad song. This? Is this not a Gina original? She uh, <laughs> stole a fucking worm town. Turns out TV tropes, finest suit. <laughs> I will not rest until we get a uh, finest suit on TV tropes. Animated tropes. Where's the I don't know how form? one does that. But that will, I will be able to die knowing that I had made a mark on uh, American culture, which is yeah. all I ever wanted. Then that's all we do. <laughs> uh, Chad, you got that song queued up for me now? It's happened before. It's happened again. That, by the way, that's what a serial killer says. <laughs> <laughs> Before I get in, everything I do seems to turn out in a mess. But it's not because I haven't tried my best. Okay. So, okay, okay. <laughs> Here's where we can, I mean, for me, the crux of this being a bad cartoon is that we have it right there, a genuine helpful lesson. Um, like you have to believe in yourself. Uh, he's so nervous and he can't even get himself to audition. Clearly what this guy is good at is singing. Yes. And mm -hmm. Sort like, of. <laughs> any freaking, I mean, look, for the world that we have created, we're just going to take this um, uh, as, as read that this is, how how things are uh -huh, uh, uh -huh. it's 1984 jesus christ this is probably everything in the, in the top 40 right now uh he he has a thing that he should be doing and he's not doing it and so you know to become a fully actualized worm he needs to you know like uh, get the support of others and to uh live up to his truest potential 
blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they discover that he's uh, secretly great. But instead, the lesson is you should be nice to people who are destroying your shit. And that is a terrible lesson. That is a lesson, isn't it? Look, what I got out of this is the the song is first off. It's I sort of got this is a Morrissey song, unless I'm mistaken. Um, The lesson an eighties holiday song. This is wonderful. This is actually going to start getting into our all our Christmas playlists. Obviously, Um, the 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 lesson is they can't be so mad at me because I tried so hard. No, you didn't. Mm, You put no effort into trying to do a good job. You just half-ass sleepwalked your way through a series of incompetent events. I still don't know how you got yourself on the very top of the tree, lost your balance, and started whipping around it. They didn't choose to put the camera on you in the moments leading up to that. But no, you did You did not try. Your your attempts were pitiful. They were foolish. You, you were right there while they were auditioning singers. Didn't stop to think to yourself, hey, I can sing a little bit. Why don't I give it a go? Instead, you tried to murder 16 people. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I was Worms. humming this song after I, I like paused it to do some some oh, uh, to put some Christmas decorations up. There's no fairness there. You are just bad. <laughs> <laughs> you like bad things and you are a bad person as a result. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. Strawberry shortcake and it's too sweet. They're for 10 kisses, make kissing a treat. Each sold separately. Baby strawberry shortcake, give your mommy a kiss. I love you, baby orange blossom. When you squeeze their tummies, they blow sweet-scented make-believe kisses. Delicious baby angel cake. <laughs> Time to get ready for your nap. Don't you just love them to pieces? <laughs> baby strawberry shortcake and baby orange blossom and baby angel cake, each sold separately. Back to G.I. Joe. Uh, but yeah, this does sort of this does sort of smack of like he was like, gosh, what do they want me to do? I tried my best. They cannot say I didn't try my best. I guess I'll kill myself. And again, he's making his problems everyone's problems. And I don't care for it. <sighs> yeah. At, at one point, either right after or during the song, he just sits down and starts writing a note. <laughs> and, and I'm not going to lie. Immediately, I was just like, oh, my God. Are we, are we, are we going there? In Ray's world, I- the only reason anyone would, would put pen to paper is for a suicide note. Look, if you, th- if, if you are clearly depressed and <laughs> it's the holidays, you're yep. singing a sad, sad song, and you whip out a pen and a piece of paper, there's only one thing that's going to go through my mind at that moment. And no, I do not want to sit here and make light of this. This is a very sad time of year for a lot of people, but I'm going to be honest about it. That's all I could think of was how dark are we about to get (laughs) on the Mirthworm Christmas special? Here's the thing for everyone listening at home who did not watch this episode. The next 10 minutes are him trying to kill himself, but him realizing that he's a worm. So first he tries to hang himself and it doesn't work. He cuts himself in half and now (laughs) they're doing it. Depressed then he then he like tries to blow blow his braids out, but he realizes he doesn't have thumbs. It's a whole mm-hmm. shtick. Worm guns are <laughs> so useless because like you got to wrap around the trigger. Uh, by which point you, you can't get your head out to 
blow it off. You know what I mean? What, what, what happened to us? This is... We're rewriting the episode in a better way, Ray. Dropped on our heads as kids. Obviously. I mean, <laughs> yes. And sadly, also, yes. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So he's he's deciding he's going to leave. He just got there, I would also point out. He's deciding he's going to leave town because he's embarrassed himself. And you know what? I see your point. Uh, his friend Crystal, the nice young lady who is clearly into him, uh, she feels very sad. So she she goes over to his house and he says, look, they don't want me at their party. To be fair, one of the other worms explicitly said out loud to Bert, I do not want you to come to this party. He's not You've, wrong. Again, communism, you've contributed nothing. Therefore, you will get nothing. Yeah, she's she's actually just walking by and hears his dulcet worm tones. It's yeah, I was like, worm dude, tones. you got a good voice. Why don't you do that? And he's like, no, I need no. to kill myself instead. <laughs> I don't even think she like gets it out. I think he's, I think he's just so depressed at that point. I'd be like, all right, I'll see you later, buddy. <laughs> I mean, that's what she ends up doing because she offers him like three, three bites at the apple here. No, she goes, like, she goes to scold everyone for being mean to him. Yeah, she scolds like, other adults for being well, she, mean she, to this woman. She tries to get him to go, which, you know, fair. Um, like, oh, they didn't really mean that. And he's like, yes, they did. And spoiler, yes, they did. Yes, they did. Mm -hmm. Yes. But uh, like she she gives it a try and sees that he's so sad and then goes to, yes, scold everybody, which there's one step I in between Robert Clark Chan because she tries very hard to get him to go. And he says straight out, I don't want to go. They don't want me there. So she flips the script and says, you know what? If you're not going, I'll stay here with you. Really decent thing to offer. Yeah. She says, I'll stay here with you and we'll just like Netflix and chill because, you know, I, you don't deserve that. And he's like, I would never want that for you. <laughs> like, yeah. All right, you piece uh, yeah. Of shit, I'll just leave. If this was real life, I would be like, all right, fuck you, dude. Like, I'm not. This is this is you've made your decision i don't normally agree with gina in situations <laughs> like uh gina notorious bully and yes um does not appreciate men having emotions <laughs> of any kind so in a situation like this normally she's like fuck that guy uh he should sack up and um like I don't know, drink your problems away. Uh, but in this case, like, yeah, that that girl like did everything she could. I'm yeah. sorry, that worm did everything she could. And this this dickhead is like, no, no, you you go on to the party without me. I'll be fine. Yeah, and he needs to be a little more appreciative also. Like he needs to be like, oh my God, thank you. That's like so nice you know what? Like I'll go to the party since you're offering this, like blah, 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 blah. But it, he doesn't even like really thank her. No, I mean, she is being very decent to him. And as someone, um, of the male persuasion <laughs> who, yes, uh, hoped that his mopey sad sack routine would get a girl to like hang around. And as race of Netflix and chill, <laughs> Or, you know, in this situation here. We can have our own Christmas celebration. She's offering to stay 
And this douchebag. I don't feel much like celebrating, Crystal. I kind of need to be by myself right now. Back off. Please, Crystal. You understand, don't you? What is that about? Yeah, you understand, don't you? Yeah, go fuck yourself. I don't want this worm in my communist worm society. (laughs) Yeah. He's he's just going to drag everyone down. And he does. (laughs) He does. Yeah. Oh, no. He makes, much like everything else that he does, he makes life terrible for every other person (laughs) around him. Even even in the end, the lesson is that he's useful once a year. (laughs) I mean, uh, uh, we'll talk about it, but he has a marvelous career ahead of him. Uh, Yeah. He's going to be like a pop uh, boy band idol, you know. Mm. Uh, girls are literally going to be throwing their poonies at him. Oh, like this one is their worm yeah. panties. Yeah, he has uh, an Ed Sheeran career ahead of him, so look forward to that, Bert Worm. Oh God! But isn't him- that what Ed Sheeran's uh, stage name was originally? <laughs> it was. It was Bert Worm. <laughs> Bert yeah, a lot of people don't know that. Uh, he actually changed it from Bert Worm <laughs> to Ed Sheeran uh, to get away from all of the Merry Mirthworm Christmas uh, comparisons. Wait, so is I Bert Worm going to appear in the new Game of Thrones show? <laughs> I hope so. If House of the Dragon does not feature Bert Worm at some point, I'm out. I'm going to take a picture, a screenshot of it, uh, of Bert Worm. I'm going to take a picture of Ed Sheeran. I'm going to put them right next to each other. And I think we can agree that uh, we haven't seen them uh, together in the same place for a reason. No. In fact, you know, I'll just put it out there. Let's reboot Mary Mirthworms with Ed Sheeran as Bert oh, Worm. Oh, yeah. Tweet, someone tweeted him. And get on board. You know, he he's rich. He could buy the rights to this. We could probably buy the rights to this, to be you quite know honest. You might already you. own the rights to it. You know how musicians sometimes buy weird things like people's bones and stuff? Maybe this is True. something that he Ed, Ed Sheeran, Sheeran decided he needed. <laughs> you know what? Ed Sheeran just rolls up and he's like, you know what I got in the back of my limo? The elephant man's remains. I got him. I got him. You want you want to see him? No, Ed. Excuse me, Bert, to your friends. Uh, Listen, uh, uh, this is where we cut to the party. Bert has now uh, left a note on the door, Martin Luther style, and left town as far as we know. And we go to the actual Christmas party where Crystal gets up on stage and just starts annihilating the entire town for their treatment of Bert Worm. Uh, a treatment Bert worm decides to leave in the middle of a snowstorm. Like, like, yes, he like he can't even do this right. He can't even right. leave properly. Uh, it, frustrating. Uh, I do. But I, she's, she's getting on the entire uh, town for their treatment of Bert treatment that we all agreed was completely valid. And was yeah. only perpetuated against him by one individual. Like she's scolding the entire town. Yeah. And I guess like, I guess her reasoning is like, look, this old lady, she doesn't know who told him this, but I guess like none of them stood up for him, I guess is the lesson. I don't know. No, 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 no. Because the people who uh, came down on him or the people who were hurt by him, yeah, the, but wasn't the it only the old has, woman? Wasn't the like only the old woman was like you? Don't, you need to leave. Everyone else was sort of like, well. no. The dude the, w- that had the bucket of paint dumped on him. I don't know if you've had 
a 30 pound <laughs> like uh, gallon of paint crack you in the skull but it's not nice and if you don't see it coming you could go to you could die being like a real ass concussion look this is where the most realistic part of the entire episode happened for me because crystal goes on stage calls them all out for their behavior and everybody it's it's like college football when somebody uh, does something real real bad uh, and they cover go. it up rather than just kick that person under the bus and go forward they just straight up defend the institution above all else and if the mayor hadn't have been there they would have absolutely shut that shit right down because a wormaline is just like look he was killing people <laughs> we asked him to leave that was the correct decision we've done nothing wrong is this a case where wormaline speaks for all of us because she's right yeah, yep. I think if Wormaline, like you could, you could, there is a world where instead of like a crotchety old woman, Wormaline is like a, you know, like a 30 year old sassy woman who's like totally right. And that would go down a lot easier. It's just that like Wormaline is like a rich bitch. And so, so people are like, oh, it was really mean. But if she was like, you know, a, like a 30 year old, like working gal, Who's like, hey man, you are like, I've been planning this for a very long time. You have been here for two minutes and fucked everything up. Everyone would be on her side. Yeah, that message comes a lot stronger from Ugly Betty than it does from Cruella DeVille. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I, I can I could absolutely agree with all also, of this. Also, weird, but- weird choice of 30-year-old career woman. Uh listen, <laughs> I nailed it though. Thank you. <laughs> High five me. You didn't think you were going to get an ugly Betty reference from Ray today, but you did. Is it because my wife has been binging every season of Ugly <laughs> Betty? So I've seen many episodes over the last few weeks? Probably. But the, re- the real deal here is you got it. Great job, me. Great ref. Okay. <laughs> okay. So uh, we, we, we all agree in the room at the end of the day because the mayor's there to squash the dissenting opinions. Let's give Bert a second chance. Now, a second chance at what? A second chance at serial killing? I don't know. I I don't like it though. But then he says, "Okay, uh, uh, y'all, uh, uh, Crystal, you you get together and go a worm line because you effed this up." Even though we all agree she was in the right, Wormaline, you got to go out in the snowstorm to his house and go bring him back. And she's like, what the F? And I was with her in this moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this uh, this brings me to... Uh, you bird bait, I'll never forgive you for this. Oh, but Wormaline, I didn't see the mayor. How could you miss a big fat boob like him? <laughs> I was not ready. For one character in the worm mirthworm special for Christmas to call somebody else a big fat boob. Yeah, yeah, it does seem like uh, uh, Jerry or whatever the guy's name is who made this probably had to get special permission from his church to say this. Yeah, I, look, I wasn't expecting big old titty references. In the olden days, it meant something different. Yeah, uh, was I'm here for it. Don't get me wrong. I just it just surprised me. I couldn't have loved this character anymore at this point. At this point, near as I could tell, she's the hero of the piece. The uh, villain was right. Yeah, I think I think like if if I was in a town where a dude like almost killed multiple people, 
could not be talked out of his uh, performative depression and then left in a snowstorm and everyone was like, oh no, we have to go, we have to go save him. We have to go risk our lives in the middle of this storm to save him. I would be like, uh, yeah, not going to happen. I'm good. Yeah. So let's Chan, I know you got a lot to say about this. Let me set it up and then just let you go. I'll wind it up and I'll, I'll send you off like a pair of chattering teeth. Um, they find the note, the five or whatever of them find the note on the door. They realize that he's skipping town. He's getting out of there, but they need to bring him back. So the end result is the entire town of what Wormville. What's the name of this? There's an actual name of this city. Deadwood. Uh, it's Deadwood. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll find it. I have it written down here somewhere. Uh, uh, anyway, they decide break up into groups of threes. Everybody in town has to go out in this devastating snowstorm Mm -hmm. and find him and bring him back. And look, Chan, I'm just, I'm just going to say, tell us about this. I have some thoughts, but if you hit it, I won't worry about it. This is a, a lethal, again, lethal snowstorm. Mm -hmm, It's a mm -hmm. blizzard. There's one person lost and because he is lost, dozens of worms are going out to try and save him. Including little kids. There are including, little worm children out there. Including what? <laughs> Mama, I'm cold. There's an infant in this woman's arms. They're so concerned about this face that they send out a mother with a child who is cannot walk uh, because he is so tiny. Mother, I am cold. This baby is going to die of hypothermia to save this fuck head. And where does it turn out? He is. <laughs> this is, this is a real slap in the, the face. Motherfucking day. Everyone eventually gives up because people are going to die (laughs) literally sorry worms are going to die we gotta get back someplace warm and safe they go back to the town hall and where is this guy he's in the fucking fake snow just snoozing away yeah uh, yeah Uh, apparently he he thought he felt like the the storm was a little too cold so he decides to take a, take a nap in the place where he terrorized earlier. Not too cold for an 18-month-old to go out and look <laughs> for his ass. <sighs> yes. Yes to all. The most upsetting thing to me was the fact that they sent a baby out to find him. <laughs> a baby who is not equipped to be out with its infirmed mother. <laughs> Normally, he said, go out in teams of three. No, but not you two. You two back each other up and go out in the blizzard. Here's the thing. It's worth noting that earlier when Bert Worm was like singing about how he tried his best, no one could deny that he tried his best. He's having like a fantasy of belonging in a town. And the thing that he does is rescue an infant from the snow, puts puts a baby worm on his shoulders and walks it through the snow, like to contribute to this society, I guess. And now he's directly responsible 
for what I assume is that child now growing up with a, an impaired immune system. Yeah. 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 Look, uh, all, the, the name of the town is Wormingham. Just for the record, I did find it. <laughs> uh, uh, look, I. Oh, it was really terrible when the police turned all those fire hoses on the people of Wormingham. <laughs> Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah, that was a rough one. That is uh, that is very upsetting. Um, <laughs> the, the thing is, his explanation when they were just like, Bert, you were here the whole time. He goes, yeah, there's a fucking blizzard going on out there. Of course I didn't. Hang up. Who would oh. just go out in that blizzard oh for an extended period of time? What am I, stupid? Every like, fucking worm in this town is ready to go out in a blizzard to save his ass. What has he done? Whose life has he saved? What has he sacrificed? Anything? This calls for a sack beating as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But I just wrote here the simple term. He's trash. Yeah. Burt Worm is absolute goddamn trash and I hate him. Agreed. I hate, I don't think it's good to actively hate the protagonist of your piece. <laughs> Especially when that piece is a goddamn Christmas special. Listen, as far as I'm concerned, the mustachioed gentleman is the star of this uh, this worm thing. He thinks is that the mayor? Is. No, no, the white mustachioed guy who's like well, the white who, savior who was like trying to help Bert out earlier. The one who told him to get the ladder, and he he just seems okay. like a real uh, upstanding head on his shoulders kind of worm. Yeah, I don't. I don't have the ref off the top of my head, but he just—he is. Yes, he's he, that guy. Keeps this town running from behind the scenes, right? Yeah, he he eventually like takes charge and sort of sort of puts uh, the old rich lady in her place, and then you realize like, oh, they're setting it up so maybe he's gonna be the whatever job she wants. The new showrunner of the Christmas patch. Yeah. Now look, and he and they say, "Come on, dude, Bert, you gotta stay." Look, we. At this point, this is non-fucking negotiable. Uh, you got to stay, Bert. This is a sunk cost. We've yeah. already put out for you. You, you fucking stay. And yeah, he needs to. He needs to uh, uh, stay and work off all those extra police hours that they put in mounting yeah. a search and rescue party for him. Bert mm. Worm. At this point, I'm Tom Nook, and you are stuck at Animal Crossing. Yeah, stop upgrading your house, man. Pay off the first house. Thank you. He says, but guys, I can't contribute anything. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, it, that might be true, but you could sure sink everyone around you by your mere presence. Yeah, he all he had to do this whole time was just stay out of the way. If he had if he had started this episode by just finding a place and taking a nap, none of this would have happened. Literally, that's what he ends up doing anyway. That's the most upsetting. If he just would have said, guys, I'm going to go sleep this off. I'm going to go get real hammered because I'm real depressed. We'll see you tomorrow. We don't have an episode. And maybe that's maybe we're better for it. Uh, <laughs> Here's the thing. Like, you really want to be a singer. You don't have the confidence to do that. Go see a worm therapist, bro. <laughs> like, fix your shit so that you can be a contributing member of society. Yeah, Bert. again, he made his problems everyone's problems, and that's mm -hmm. my most hated quality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bert, I just go to wormbetterhelp.com. <laughs> do, we, do we have a promo code for that this week? <laughs> we do. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's promo code fuckbert, uh, that piece of trash. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's our promo code. Just go. If you were a worm and you're listening code. to this and you're feeling depressed around the holidays, mm -hmm. check out wormbetterhelp.com. Get your shit together. Before you drag other people down with you.
Seriously, don't destroy all of Wormingham, okay? Uh, at this point, the mayor turns and tells Wormaline, the villain lady, uh, I can see you for who you really are. You're not getting that promotion. I should fire you. I don't remember, like, other than, like, she called him a boob. Like, I don't really recall her doing anything devious. It seems like she was generally trying to be helpful. She was complaining about it the whole time. But, like, I get it. I would be complaining the whole time, too, if I was her. This mayor, like, cuts deep, though. Like, he's like, you're not a good person. Like, it's it's the most important thing is to, like, be a good person, not be devious. The most important qualities we can possess. (laughs) Love. Kindness. Patience. Voice. understanding <laughs> it's terrible yeah like i don't she, want to crack vos she's she's yeah terrible like and her face glazes over as it should if that is the voice coming at you yeah. <laughs> yeah. if i got fired by that voice yeah i'd be out i'd be out. i, I would leave town in a blizzard <laughs> how could but i then he says, election to that guy yeah <laughs> but then he says this is christmas and i'm gonna give you what you didn't give bert you piece of shit uh-huh. A second chance. Yeah, and he fails to say he fails to add. Now, granted, Bert did almost kill several people, including a couple of babies. Whereas you just sort of talk trash behind people's just, back, so it's not the same thing. Shady. But I'm going to give you a second chance because you're the one who's ruining this town. <laughs> yeah, what the f is happening? She was right about every single thing. It does suck to have to go out in a blizzard to find somebody who isn't actually missing. Yeah. On Christmas Eve or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You kidding me right now? Uh, frustrating. Cr- Christmas Worm Eve. Christmas Worm I Eve. I, I don't think he even apologized at any point. No, he's clueless. He's not. He still thinks he's the victim. That's, mm-hmm. the, that's the very frustrating part to me is he is, he is just, he's nearly murdered people uh, on this festive holy holiday. And at the end of the day, he's like, they hurt my feelings. No, dude, you deserve to get your feelings hurt. You are trash. I mean, he could have been put in jail as far as I'm concerned. I'll put him in worm jail. It's hard because I was this worm. I was the one who sulked and moped and thought that like everything was, you know, everybody else, you know, uh, coming down on me. I was half right, all right? (laughs) Like, um, in the stories that you tell, you don't hold up this kind of behavior as uh, the way you're supposed to live your life. Like, like, yeah, you you don't fit in. Uh, You don't have to fit in. That's fine. You know, but, like, find a way to make it work for you. Don't just sit around and become other people's problems. Yeah, I yeah. guess if it was this or he becomes a right-wing uh, YouTube celebrity, maybe this is the better solution, but it's not by much. I think he still probably becomes a right-wing uh, 100%. celebrity. Yeah. I think once he once he gets a little taste of it's like comedy guys who like were dorks and then go into a community and people are like, oh my God, he's so funny, and then immediately become a piece of shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gina, mm-hmm. That, that cuts a little too close to home. <laughs> Ray, well, no one Ray. ever said you were funny. Thank you. You know what? You know who said I was funny? You know who came backstage at one of my shows to tell me I was funny? TV's Gina Ippolito. <laughs> Sharna goddamn Halpern. That's who. <laughs> that is a true story. Yeah, you mean, and, now and that's it the doesn't real, make me look good. Sharna's the real Wormaline of this story. <laughs> it's the real Wormaline. 
I don't know. There was a, an SNL sketch that got cut last week, and it's online. Oh. And it's uh, it's actually pretty funny. Basically, it's a, a woman who just gets like a, a hole blown through her torso and then her head, <laughs> and she gets decapitated. And the character's name is Charna. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Oh, jeez. There has got to be one possibly several old io people oh yeah in that writer's room oh that's real funny um well here's the deal bert ends up finding his hidden talent where we knew he would he can sing real good so i'm gonna we got back-to-back songs to take us out so chan let's let's hear uh bert sings because he is good at singing no no i mean we gotta hear no (laughs) no Tis the season to be jolly. Fa la 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 la. Gone we now are gay apparelled. Fa la 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 la. Toll the ancient Yuletide carol. Fa la 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 la. Now that was the second of the two songs because he does a solo first. Then yeah, he says, and then everybody says, Let's sing, sing along. Yeah, and he, we we do deck the halls. Which must be, um, like, what do you call it? Public domain. I wish you a Merry Christmas. I wish you a Merry Christmas. I wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I mean, look, uh, major props. I'm going to say right now, just off the top, major props to the guy whose name I absolutely already have forgotten for just getting this to exist. Just for making this a Jerry Reynolds uh, for for and and Jerry Reynolds did the voice for Burt Worm, Teddy Toddlers, Wilbur Diggs, Bags, Homer, Prince Pringle, and Arm Brewster, who I assume are characters from other specials as well. Jerry Reynolds is a one man machine who got had a vision of two inch tall anthropomorphic earthworms who are terrible, and he made it happen to the tune of three specials on Showtime. I'm going to say right now. This isn't good. I respect the hell out of Jerry Reynolds. Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. give you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, uh, I do. Like, and he could sing, and he could sing a little bit too. The writing, not necessarily on board for there. His personal acting was not that bad, even though I did not like the character. He made me believe that that character was was a thing. Yeah, he and seems his, like a real wiener. Yeah, but then his animation, honestly, for for what he had to work with. I mean, not the worst animation I've ever seen. It is perfectly acceptable. I am mm-hmm. coming around on the Mirthworm show just purely not. as nope. Nope. purely Mm-mm. purely as yeah, as, as some something that exists. It is a thing that exists. We can all agree on that. This is the 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 Fez, if you will, Fez the video game, uh, which was like a one person who made the whole thing, and it's wildly impressive that they were able to put all of this together. I was trying uh, to figure and, out if you meant that this was uh, like an 11th Doctor video game that had been made or perhaps a uh, game that was based on that 70s show character that was like maybe referenced in the show and then yeah. someone actually made it. Uh, no. It turns out you were talking about some 
deep video game nerd shit, and I don't. Uh, it's an indie game. Look, here's the deal, real quick. Fez, I recommend it. it's an indie game where you are a character, a very blocky character, wearing a fez, and you're living in a two dimensional world, but you can slide it so things move in three dimensions, thus creating the puzzles around you. How do you manipulate the environment to unlock things and and get around the the area? It's a very interesting dynamic game. Unfortunately, it turns out the one guy who did make it uh, went nuts or something and and like yanked it because he didn't like getting feedback from people anymore or something. I, I don't know the whole story, but it was real weird. It was real yeah, weird. Eventually, he went on to buy SpaceX. So I think you're thinking of the uh, yeah uh, the Netflix interactive Black Mirror episode Bender Snatch. Because that uh, was the plot of, of it. Kind of, yeah. Uh, honestly, that and that is also something that's very good. I highly recommend mm-hmm, that episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very good. I, I enjoyed it. I like, look, if you know me, you know I like me some choose your own adventure slash find your fate G.I. Joe books. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and you know, if given a chance to watch a Netflix Black Mirror episode, that literally is a find your fate book. That's true. I'm on board. I am on it. board for that experience. Play it multiple times. I still need to do with there's another, I believe, Netflix one starring The Undertaker, right, from from wrestling and uh, the New Day band as they as you help them navigate The Undertaker's house where there are traps set up trying to murder the members of Chan. Are you familiar with this? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, look Man. this up. It is a it is a digital visual choose your own adventure story featuring people from WWE in a haunted undertaker house as they, they try to like reach and then face off against the undertaker. I can't believe you don't know this exists. I haven't watched it yet, but maybe we need to have some sort of, uh, um, (laughs) some sort of party where we make this happen. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. You see it now. (laughs) Yeah. Don't just let you stew in that. that. That exists. That is a real thing. And uh, I'm excited that it. Look, I would do it in a heartbeat. I can't believe I haven't already done it. Speaking of which, who wants more? Find your fate, GI Joe, choose your own adventure books. No! That would be my Yay! Christmas present to you, but also your Christmas present to me. I would say go on Twitter, but that's not a thing. So find us on Threads or the Facebook group of Knowing Is Half the Podcast on Facebook.com/slash Knowing Is Half the Podcast, and just say, "Hey guys, hey team, hey friends." I want more Find Your Fate G.I. Joe books. Ray now owns 17. I went on a spree. Ray now owns 17 of the 20 G.I. Joe Find Your Fate books. I think it's high overdue to do another one. Let us know. If if I can keep putting these messages, I will screen grab every one of these I can see, whether they be five-star reviews for the show, whether they be uh, like I don't check the the tweeter anymore. That's it's a pretty terrible place to be. But you can find us on Threads at Knowing Is Half the Podcast, Instagram Knowing Is Half the Podcast. You can go on the Facebook group. You put messages up. I will screen grab it and I will put it in our show chat over. And if I keep barraging them with enough requests, they will. And I know this for a fact. Eventually, succumb in and make it happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you do that. If any of you go on any of our social medias and request a Find Your Fate book, you are not my friend. <laughs> <laughs> now you have to do it. 
Yeah, what what more incentive do you need than that? I'll tell you right now, if you make that request, we will we will find a way to watch the Undertaker choose your own adventure Christ. story with Robert Clark Chan. I don't know. I don't even know how that works. I don't even think that's possible, but I want it. I want it for all of you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that is our episode. Merry Mirthworm Christmas. There are two other ones that I kind of feel like now we got to we got to do them. New. Kind of, Gina, what, where do you come down on this? Yeah, we got to complete this trilogy. I need to find out I, how Bert dies. I knew when it came to Gina's completionist tendencies, <laughs> it would override her ability to get as far away from Bert Worm as physically possible. No, I, I need to see how this he needs to get his comeuppance at some point. That's you know, not how holiday specials <laughs> work. You know. I choose to believe, Jan. And I, my understanding is the Mirthworm trilogy is among the greatest. Mm-hmm. Red, white, and blue are three movies. Hey, you. No, 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 no. Don't look over here. Keep your eyes on the road. Got something for you. Take a listen to this. In the newest Pokemon, they have Score Bunny, which is a starter. What? Yes. Score Score Bunny? So it's, it's a fire bunny that plays soccer. He kicks balls. He scores. Great. Score, like Scorch, I think. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Like goal. Like Score Bunny. <laughs> Rad. There's Score Bunny who uses his mad soccer skills to steal, I think like donuts or something like that. How does he use his soccer skills to steal donuts? He kicks it. Oh, yummy. The best part is though, Score Bunny wants to go and follow Ash and go on big adventures. Oh but my Ash god, is like, Ash is still the main character of the f- anime? Yes, where have you been? Yeah, so Ash is like, I'm getting on the train, I'm leaving, Score Bunny. And Score Bunny's like- Is he's 80 years old? That's why he sounds like that? <laughs> Nothing makes donuts taste better than a foot coming in contact with them. (laughs) If you like what you heard and love co-op with your friends, check out Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. That's Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast.